Hello, my friends. Happy Monday. Wow, it's been a while since I've seen you on a Monday. So crazy coming back to this because in the beginning, the Byword show was coming out on Mondays. And so this feels like a full circle moment. But here we are, Monday episodes for the Love Is mini series. And then I'll be back with you on Fridays. Does anybody else love this double dose of Bywords? I'm I'm really pumped. So today we are kicking off the Love Is mini series. We are diving into week one. I'm so pumped. I hope that you are too. I have gone through week one already and I want to share some things that have stuck out to me so far, some things that I'm learning about patients. Again, I'm not an expert in patients. I will tell you that right up front, (laughs) but I'm just somebody who wants to learn to be a better human being and it starts with love and number one is patience. So right off the bat, I just wanted to share something that I learned in recent years that's really been changing my life. And it's this idea of slowing down. And I've read some books that I think are fantastic. One of them being The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer, which you've probably heard me talk about before on the show. Another one being To Hell with the Hustle by Jefferson Bethke. And I love both of these books because it talks about how we are so busy. I mean, hustle culture is such a big thing in our world today, right? And it is just destroying us. It's it's just not good. It's not adding anything to our lives. If anything, it's burning us out faster. It's making us more worn out. And actually something that really stuck out to me in the ruthless elimination of hurry is how the author talks about when we were in the industrial revolution. This is when we were, you know, on this new, amazing, exciting time of machines and cars and all these things that were going to change our lives forever. Right. And it was so funny because I don't remember exactly who, but there's a quote in the book from somebody who uh, was speaking on the industrial age, the industrial revolution. And they were saying, this is incredible, you know, with all the rise of these new machinery and gadgets and all of this stuff, we're probably not going to have to work more than five hours a day. Like these things are helping us now. It's going to cut down the time drastically and we'll be able to do all these other things with all our extra time. And it's just so crazy to think that's where their mindset was. You know, it all started out with good intentions like, oh, these things can make our lives easier. How can we help ourselves by creating technology or devices or machinery that can assist us in the process and save us time, right? That's amazing. However, the crazy thing is we are the most technologically advanced generation of all time. And yet we work more hours than we ever have in human history. We are more tired, more exhausted, more burnt out, even though we are more connected, more plugged in, have more resources. It's insane, right? Like that's just not how it should be. Even though we have all of these things that are, quote, supposed to make our lives easier and save us time and energy and money and all these things, it seems like we're just right back where we started. And so the reason I'm bringing this up in regards to patience is because I think that hustle culture has gotten so ingrained in many of us that we don't even understand the concept. I love this quote from The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. The author is quoting John Ortberg, and he says, slowing is cultivating patience by deliberately choosing to pace ourselves in positions where we simply have to wait. I love that. 
deliberately choosing to place ourselves in positions where we simply have to wait. That's what it means to slow down truly. And I mean, it makes sense that not really many people want to do that because we've got things to do. We've got places to be. We've got people to see, you know, life doesn't slow down for anybody. We don't get more hours in a day than the 24 we've been given. But the idea of choosing to slow down, knowing that we will have to wait sounds so backwards. But I think it holds the key to exactly what so many of us are so busy hustling, trying to strive for and chase and achieve. I think what you, when it comes to patience, you know, I like to think about, okay, well, what is patience? One way we can really dig into it is thinking about what's the opposite of patience. And some things that come to mind for me are being in a hurry, rushing, just hustling, stuff like that. And, you know, that's just not a fun way to operate. I really just don't believe that's how God designed us to to go throughout our lives. And so how do we resist the hustle, the hurry, the living in a rush? I think it's being patient. Something that came up one of the times that I've gone through this study is the idea that love is not in a hurry. Love does not rush. Love waits because love trusts. I, I just think that's, that's the key, you know, for me, at least in my own experience with burnout or hustling or feeling like I have to be in a hurry. I mean, I've probably shared before on, on the show about how one of the biggest lies I tend to believe is that I am running behind in life, that I have missed my chance, that I'm too old for this. I'm not enough for that, or I missed my chance and all of these things. And so For me personally, I have a hard time slowing down because I feel like I have to keep going. I'm going to lose momentum. I'm going to miss my shot. And that is such a lie from the enemy. But I think he's doing that. Like he's just so sneaky. Like that's not even something that we would consider necessarily a big sin, right? But it's so subtle and it's so, it's so just like right off the mark of what I think God really wants for us that we don't even notice. It's truly taking away and distracting us from the life that God actually wants for us. I love this idea that love doesn't rush because love trusts. When I think about my own life and and kind of this hustle hurry mentality that I so often get sucked into, I can see that trust and faith doesn't really fit into that formula. Like doesn't really fit into that equation, right? Like Maybe look at your own life if you're someone who has also struggled with hustling or feeling like you always have to be doing something or feeling overwhelmed and stressed. I always like to say worry is a result of misplaced trust. And I think hurry is one of the places we see this the most because if we are hustling that hard, are we really trusting God to be our provider? And I'm not just talking about money, okay? Like, let's get really real here. Do you trust that God is the provider of your success, of your fulfillment, of your health, of your family? You know, like, do you really believe that God will provide your deepest desires? I can honestly say there have been many times in my life where my actions have been blaringly obvious that my answer is no. Like if I feel that I have to work so hard to be good enough, then I am not trusting God. And that does not allow me to trust him in his timing. It, it just gets in the way. And so patience, oh, 
It's so hard. But I think it helps us so much because it, it allows us to stay on God's pace, which I think is something that, again, sounds super backwards, super just like, ugh, I don't know about that. Like, I, I can't slow down. I just can't. I don't have time for this right now. I don't have time for that right now. I'm so busy. I just have all these things to do. But patience is an invitation to get back on God's timeline. I have a pastor um, who used to be on staff at our church, and I read a post that he recently shared on Instagram about patience, and I just was stunned. I was like, that is so profound. I want to read to you what he said. He was talking about how the official meaning of patience is being able to accept or tolerate delays, problems, or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. Oh, oh my gosh. And then he goes on to say that patience isn't just waiting. It's how we wait and how the Bible talks about patience using a word long suffering, which literally means to suffer long. And we don't want that, right? But I love it because it explains it so well. It's true. We're all going to have to wait for things. We will all be in seasons at some point in our life where we are going to wait and there's no kicking and screaming or manipulating of a situation or we can never work so hard to get the thing. Like sometimes we'll just have to wait. And so especially in regards to love, we will sometimes have to wait for other people, wait for the right timing and relationships and not hurry people along in their process, right? So this applies to us, but also in our relationships with others. When I think about the relationships I have with people that I love, I can see how pressuring them to make decisions, wanting them to hurry up or do things in my terms or on my timeline. Hello from my cat. If you're watching on Spotify or YouTube, sorry about that. Um, or just moving things, trying to move things faster than, than the other person is ready to go. That, that is just not love. I think patience more than anything reminds us to meet people where they're at. I've been reading through the gospels lately and I just have noticed how frequently it proves to us that Jesus himself wasn't in a hurry. And I mean, this guy was on mission. Okay. If anybody had a reason to be in a hurry or on a mission and like not slowed down, it was Jesus. Okay. He had something to do, but he never let his mission his purpose, his calling that he knew was given to him by God. He never let that keep him from stopping on the way to where he was going. He would pause on his journey to talk to people, to answer their questions, to heal people. Like he was never in a rush. He, it talks about all the time in the gospels. He was moved by his compassion for the people. I love that story about the lady who comes up to him and asks for something. And he's like, no, you're not a Jew. Like I have, I'm here for my people. And she's like, master, even the dogs get the scraps from their table. And he's like, you know what? You're right. And then he just takes the time to grant her request. And it's like, I love that. Like he was never too busy to hear people out, to see where they were coming from, like to really notice people. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about Jesus that is so overlooked. And I think could teach us a lot about love that he was never in so much of a hurry that he, that he failed to notice people. I think he lived patience in such a way that he was able to notice people. He was able to see the people around them, really see them and then see their need and how he could meet that need. 
And I think we just miss out on that so much when we're hurrying through life because we're so focused on ourselves. And even if it's good things, right? You know, like I could be so focused on all the podcast episodes I want to put out, all the things I want to write, all the ways that I want to help people. But even that can be a distraction from what we're really called to do, which is loving people. And so it just makes me come face to face with my own (laughs) pride and, and just honestly ask myself, would I be willing to pause? Would I be willing to slow down enough to notice the people around me who have needs that I could meet by loving them? And just being with them in the process, because I think that's the perfect picture of love. I want to operate like that. I never want my to-do list or my busy schedule or my own agenda to get in the way of me being willing to pause and just be with somebody, love somebody right where they're at. That's what makes the greatest impact on people more than anything. And I can say it from my own experience, and I'm sure you could say it of yours too. Some of the most impactful times that I've had in relationship with other people are when they just put their life on pause to be there with me right in the middle of my process. So patience, it's a hard one, but I think it's so foundational to everything else because we will never be able to be truly kind or not jealous or not, you know, like all of the other things that are to come. If we aren't first willing to slow down enough to see other people to see the ones that God has put around us in this season. And so as we're practicing patience this week, I just want to invite you to ask God where where you might be able to slow down a little bit. Could you create some margin in your life? Could you say no to some things to be more available if there's someone in your life that comes with a need one day this week, you know? So just some things to consider about patience this week. I am really going to try to slow down so I can be more intentional about noticing the people and needs around me and also to help me hear God's voice better, which I know we know we are so easily distracted by social media and jobs and kids and all the things that we even miss hearing God's voice. And so I think patience, it's going to be a big one for us, friends, but it truly is so impactful, not only for ourselves and our own just peace of mind, mental health, all the things to slow down but it helps us to reflect who God is. He is patient with us. He is so patient with us, right? And so as we reflect God to the world this week, let's be patient. That's it for today, friend. I will see you next week for week two.